0: Uh, did you see that there is like a whole big thing, and they're like, "We're going to kill off one of the Fantastic Four. and I'm like, "I totally believe he's going to stay dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh wait,
1: no, she was just invisible; we couldn't see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Invisibles like dead.
1: One of the things that I I love about Marvel is that their their heroes are so frail. During the um, what was the the last crisis thing they had, where they lost their identities. Uh, House of M or Civil War? During the Civil War. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, when the Civil War opened up, it was um, Johnny Storm was just at the movies with some girl, and some dude just shot him. (laughs) Because when he's not all fiery, he's just some dude. That's not really much of a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, luckily he was wearing his leather motorcycle jacket as opposed to like, luckily he was not on fire and melted the bullet, which a real superhero would have done. Not a Marvel fan. No, I. I I
2: like Marvel, but my favorite dead character is uh, the Phoenix, because Grant Morrison wrote her out like seven years ago, and they've actually kept her dead.
1: Oh, you know what? This might be it. We might have to do a Marvel vs. DC tonight. I don't know. I'm all for
2: boobs. Uh, no, sorry, not boobs. I'm all, all for boobs. Um, I don't know that I can
1: argue against boobs. <laughs> um, what the
0: fuck did that have to do with anything?
1: That would um, be to boobs. So we're going to get it.
2: I was going to say booze, which is what I said in the email. Booze.
1: Well, seeing so none of us are really drinkers. Which would make
2: it all the more fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the three worst people to describe the pros of drinking.
1: Yeah, that
0: might be us. The only one
2: of us who does drink is
1: Sean and – I'm terrible, uh, at yeah. <laughs> terrible at it. Yeah. Terrible at it? Yeah, just do you, you spill quite often? No, yeah,
0: I mean like you know, like people who drink, like it, it's like a thing to them, like it's like an activity, and to me, it's like something I do if my throat is dry. So, I don't ascribe all of this weird ritual to drinking, and uh, like you know, it's it's not an active thing; it's something that I just kind of okay. Well, uh, I'd like a martini, you know, and I'll have a martini, and then I'm fine, or or I'm not, you know, but that's all it is. It's not, it's nothing transgressive, it's, it's not some sort of transformative experience, it's not some sort of insight into my psyche, it's just It's not like a, drugs. Yeah, it's just the thing I do with food most of the time, and if I'm like drinking to just get hammered, then that's not hard for me because I don't drink a lot, so I have a drink and a half and I'm pretty much done.
1: But you, do you ever eat to get to shit. I don't, I don't even know what the, the the analogy of that is like. I thought that was the not, purpose of eating. Was shit. It's well, not really like it's close to food in that For respect. starters, yes. Oh, this sandwich is going to feel so good against my colon. <laughs> when I squeeze this sandwich out the other end of me, uh-huh. oh, I can't
2: wait to flush it.
1: By the way, I had the weirdest thought today that the best argument against Christian, uh, the, be- the best argument uh, for Christians of why God isn't against gays, is how come girls don't have prostates? Why does it only feel good for guys to get banged up the ass?
0: That is a solid argument.
1: I, I just thought of this today, just driving around, and I, I haven't yet thought of a reason why, yeah, that I, I think God does enjoy gays.
0: Yeah, he's clearly rewarding them somehow. Because he didn't give Although, it to
1: girls. Girl, lesbians have no need for, for ass play. Well, I mean, like, you know, th- this
0: is, you're falling into this whole, uh, uh, if you'll pardon the pun, fallacy of uh, the idea <laughs> that gay dudes just fuck each other's asses furiously at all times. And it's no different for guys than it is for girls. And it's a huge hassle with very little payoff. Uh, in in my experience with both genders, like like butt sex is just, it's obligatory. You kind of have to do it. Like, you know, just to get it out of the way. But, of course, know, there's uh, – with a girl, there's a perfectly functional vagina right there that everybody's going to enjoy a lot more. And it doesn't require all of this, like, fits and starts and, and slowly easing your way and, you know, it, it never quite fit in there and all of this other crap, sometimes literally. And, you know, so that's not fun. And with a guy that <laughs> <laughs> – <laughs> Yellow for the kitchen. <laughs> Megan just said something awesome. I'd like her to repeat it, please.
1: <laughs> I thought Pete you just got yelled that on... butt sex for the other room.
0: <laughs> you got that on the podcast, right? Uh, I'm recording, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 preserved for posterity. Everybody heard that. Posterity. <sighs> oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> so my point. Um, before I lost my train of thought, was that uh, yeah, it's 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 a huge hassle, and I'm gonna not say pain in the ass, even though it is. But you don't think gay dudes like
1: <laughs> this is gonna be the stupidest sentence I've ever said? You don't think gay dudes finger blast each other?
0: Well, okay, again, I'm gonna say like it's not as common as you think amongst gay dudes that there's all kinds of like ass sex. I'm sure there's gay dudes that are into it, just like there's some women that are into it. But for the most part, it requires a lot of ramping up and it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot of hassle. The whole argument of the right and, and that this is somehow, you know, an unacceptable thing. Like gay dudes are all about blowjobs. That's, that's what it is 99% of the time. It's all blowjobs. There is something about like the prostate that makes me wonder which is the cause versus the correlation. Like, did gay dudes start butt-fucking because they realized the prostate was there, or is the prostate there as some sort of reward to gay people for butt-fucking?
1: There's men who fuck trees. Uh, just the idea of a hole in a body, I think, is the—
0: Well, that's what I'm getting at. But, like, those— these are we're, we're or talking are trying about... to
1: say that evolutionarily we, <laughs> we evolved a prostate because of all the aspects we were having? Yeah, and
0: what I'm saying is that, like, okay, men who fuck trees are certainly statistical outliers, right? They aren't terribly common. And, and honestly, I think when you get down to it, dudes who fuck asses, gay or straight, are also much less so, but also kind of statistical outliers. So I don't know about
2: that. I think every dude wants to try it, if only so they can tell their friends and go, oh, I totally fucking broadsided that girl's donkey donut.
0: It's, it's, like, um, it's like fondue, right? Like fondue sounds really so-
1: fun. Sometimes okay. you dip it in and sometimes you lose it when it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to kiss it goodbye. Just <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'm really happy that my metaphor works even better than I had originally planned. <laughs> Jeff, you are the cherry on my butt sex Sunday. What I'm saying is that like fondue, like sounds really good. Like a melted cheese or melted chocolate. And you're going to put like strawberries or bread in there and it's going to be really tasty. And it's like a thing. But then when you're doing it, it's like, it's never quite warm enough, or it's not warm enough, and you're hungry at this point And like a bit of bread with melted cheese really isn't going to do enough for you. But you're here, so you might as well fucking carry on with it. And you know you're, you, you, you've talked it up, so you kind of have to get there and get through it. And you, you know when you're done, you're still just going to go eat a sandwich. But you're here, you might as well complete this.
2: <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know. I've never made fondue or done any of that, but I've gone to people's houses who've made it. And thoroughly eaten myself to I hate
0: myself. So Is this a euphemism? No. And, uh, sure well no. I mean that still carries. I mean, every so often butt sex is just fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh it it, it, it helps if you find somebody who's really into it and, you know, knows what they're doing. See, so I would say, disagree. Butt sex is
1: really much like fondue, it's just a pretentious cheese and crackers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess that's what I am saying in a way. It's like something that that is talked about but not quite as much fun in practice as people seem to think it is. Well,
2: no. I think part of the allure of butt sex is – I mean aside from shit dick – is you're doing something taboo. Right, yeah. I mean like, you know, you're like, oh, oh, she's finally going to let me put it in. And then you're like, oh, I'm in here and now my – Dick smells like duty, which, by the way,
1: duty is always funny.
0: (laughs) Join us next week for Duty Cast.
1: It's one of those things that, like, you think to yourself once you hit, you know, your thirties or your forties. You know, when you're a kid, you think, okay, these are these are adults. But then, in practicality, when you hit your thirties and forties, and somebody says, "Well, I have to go do my duty for my country," you still giggle and you realize that, you know either I'm retarded or I just I just missed out when I was a kid and you never really do grow up.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like uh I feel like you're 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 able to hide it a bit better around children. That's it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually, since I spend most around of my time around other day. adults,
0: you don't even hide it then. Like cuz we're all laughing our asses off at the word duty and somehow <laughs> on top of all that, we managed to take uh what was originally a Marvel DC discussion and turn it straight into butt fucking. Like we <laughs> I'm not sure how we pulled that one, Amy.
2: <laughs> comics equal butt sex. That's,
0: Wait, how did we get there?
1: we the oh, were lesson talking about North board. Star last week. It's, yeah, this, this is this to be a theme of the show. Uh, I Stage <laughs> like comics. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so we Mario should, Cantone.
0: <laughs> should, we should roll, right? And decide who's defending what. Okay. I've yeah, got um, a dungeon dice. Uh,
1: up so, so we're gonna are roll we doing a, four are we doing alcohol or are we doing comics i forgot
0: i don't know what the hell we're doing
1: if we were professional we get paid for this
0: we we did send out some ideas that were um universally not impressive
1: well that's
2: that's kind of the idea of this podcast is that the three of us are universally not impressive <laughs> and so no one wants to hear us talk about this shit So we're going to do it as a metaphorical
0: fuck you. All right. So what's our topic? Uh, Butt sex. So far we've had (laughs) butt sex, comic books, uh, specifically death, I think, in comic books, and alcohol.
2: All of those are kind of correlated in my brain, but – um, just, we just stumbled through all three like a hobo. Hobo is a kind of funny word, but not as funny I, as I,
1: duty. I think as nerds and as the caliber of nerds that we really are, if we do choose comic books, no matter what side we're on, that conversation's going to be interesting to no one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I laughed because you're right. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's strike that. Because I would get passionate passion about sinister.
2: that. And not talk to one or both of you ever again.
1: <laughs> so alcohol it is. I'm rolling a D six. <laughs> oh D six? Okay. okay.
0: D six for alcohol.
1: Or as you non nerds call it, dice. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I got oh, a we, three. I got a five.
0: I got a six.
2: Jeff's the
1: low number. Again. You Which have... side am I defending? Which is the bad side?
0: You're, you're pro-alcohol, is that it, or are you anti-alcohol?
1: <laughs> oh, I guess we
2: should we should make that distinction now.
1: Christ, this is so professional. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, welcome to our podcast. I'm the bald make one. To listen to. Sean's the chubby one, and Jeff just hates himself.
1: All right, on a on an even, I'm defending alcohol. Okay. You roll it, Pete.
2: Okay, I, I'll roll uh, a D10. Uh, it's an odd. So you're for alcohol. I'm, no, I'm not. So you're you're against alcohol,
1: and Sean and I are for it. Okay. 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 That that falls into place. That's yeah. actually kind of easy. It's. Uh, I would like to hear your your reasoning for why it's good. It's alcohol to me is one of those things that people just. It's like a rite of passage, so you just kind of get into it and assume it's okay, but it's it's rarely reasoned. Okay,
2: I, I have my reason. I discussed this with Sean earlier, um, and my reasoning ties into what we were just talking about. Reasoning is Here we go. Butt yeah. sex. There's no way you're going to talk a girl into fucking her hard in her shit pipe without lubricating her furiously with alcohol.
1: See, but at the same time, doesn't that just breed laziness? If she wasn't so drunk that she would fuck you without trying then you might actually be forced to have abs or a personality or things that might actually help you in other walks of life
2: well yeah but that's why it's pro alcohol like that means i can still be the lazy unwashed fuck bag that i am and still get my penis covered in your girlfriend's
1: sandwich from this morning sandwich it's so classy. Um I mean evolutionarily speaking imagine how many how many tards we would have weeded out by by lack of alcohol. If alcohol wasn't the cause of so many pregnancies, I'm sure most pregnancies caused by alcohol were the best pregnancies. I'm sure most of, I'm sure a lot of garbage men were I'm gonna made I'm going to say
0: here uh that if we take into account that In most of the world, I'm not even going to say most of the civilized world, I'm going to say most of planet Earth, I would say that the majority of pregnancies can be correlated to alcohol pretty quickly. Because I think that, you know, especially when you get into the third world and you get into parts of the planet where they don't have all of the entertainment and distractions that we do, you, it's, it's sort of required that people get liquored up before they fuck. Yeah. yeah. Is that necessarily it's a good the thing? the only way. Well, here's the thing about alcohol. Like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my science hat for a minute and uh, bum everybody out. I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> in, um, in the earliest prehistoric times— one of the first things that they discovered was alcohol, like in the ability to distill it. Um, and so it is, it is considered one of the cornerstones of civilization that it was, it required more than one person. So people would get together and form communities where they could make this stuff and then indulge these weird experiences they had when they drank it. I mean, if you're somebody who is living in 2011 and goes down to the corner store and has a Schlitz, you know exactly what's going on at every step of that procedure. But if you live um, in a hut made of, of bark and, and, and fleece knot, then yep. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not convinced you're lying. Um, it's probably a much more bizarre and magical and, and transformative experience where, where you're tapping into the world spirit or some other thing because you can't readily explain what's happening to your mind.
1: But wouldn't you just be better off doing drugs? You are doing drugs.
0: Yes, yeah, but different alcohol really, I should drink. I think those are arbitrary lines that we drew very recently between, say, chewing on this leaf and drinking this fermented grain mixture. Like, I mean, I don't think that it,
1: Okay, then I take it. Wouldn't you, be, wouldn't you be better off doing hallucinogens?
0: Well, I think you're going to do different things for different purposes. Like, I think that the way that, that, that civilization sort of cropped up, was the hallucinogens rapidly, uh, if you notice in almost every society, became the exclusive purview of the shaman. It became the the thing that the, the guy with the greatest connection of the spirits would use to talk to the spirits, and everybody else kind of left that shit alone because... You looked really fucked up and weird and scary when you did it. So it was one guy's job to do that and then tell everybody else what he saw. But everybody gets together and drinks alcohol because everybody gets together and gets laid when that happens. Like if you're going to all get together and do hallucinogens, like there's, I think, especially with no limiters, I'm not talking LSD. I'm talking like, you know, peyote or getting yourself stung by the right type of scorpion. You know, it's going to be just as likely that you're going to be stabbing everybody else around you as it is that you're going to be getting blowjobs. I prefer... Perhaps both at the same time.
2: I prefer licking toads, because that's still straight edge.
0: We're not talking about comics anymore, Pete. Wait. No, I want to hear this. What? Licking toads? Yeah, explain to me how that's still straight edge. It's
1: like eating. (laughs) You See, if you have warts on your tongue, then you can't really uh, (laughs) drink... I don't. I don't know where he's going. With this. <laughs> I have no
2: idea either. I just say things. Wait, Pete's
0: on your things. side. Yeah. sure. Yeah. But I still want to hear this. I'm. I'm. I'm genuinely curious. Is okay. this an unfounded? Is this just like a random thing that you said because you thought it was funny? No. And, I. Uh, it, well, yes. Um.
2: But, I create memos all the time that i send them out to uh, straight edge people that weekends what? don't count so whatever you're doing on the weekend you want to do fucking crack sure <laughs> that doesn't doesn't count on the weekends um, if you're this in a is, different i need to look into this movement yeah if you're in a different zip code it also doesn't count okay so uh,
1: what, as long as you take off your suspenders and jackboots you can drink or eat whatever you want right Okay, so it's, it's, it's just kind of like a uniform. Like once you leave Bennigan's, you can still yeah, eat as, Fridays.
2: As long as your flair isn't visible, you're okay. By the way, this podcast is going to get me beat up, just, just so
0: you know. <laughs> But at least you'll know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sad part is uh, I I don't I don't have any warning. It's going (laughs) to be the next time I go in to get a tattoo. There's going to be like you know five guys stomping me into the curb.
1: So uh, all right, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the basic idea of alcohol is at its core is that ignorance is bliss. But it also is not the real way to live. So you get as smart as you can to become as successful as you can. And then you drink stupid juice in the weekend so that you could do whatever you want.
0: I hadn't thought of it that way. That's an interesting outsider looking in point of view. Because I'm
1: sure you've been sober and around drunk people.
0: Yeah. And it's not. It doesn't doesn't seem
1: like they're having some sort of like mystical shamanistic experience. No, they're clearly not. That's what I'm saying. they're They're just idiots.
0: Yeah, no, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying is that like somebody on peyote is going to come off in a very different way and one that I think could be – if it's the right person, easier to interpret as some sort of spiritual experience than somebody who's just drunk because, yeah, if you're not drunk around drunk people, it's really never fun. Like uh, it's, it's not pleasant.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to be around a drunk person unless yeah. you're another drunk person.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's why, I mean, I know you guys have dealt with this. Like, if you don't drink, everybody's trying to get you to drink because they don't want you to think of them that way, which, of course, you already do.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, alcohol is also one of those things that, like, if you're really posh and you eat, like, fancy cheeses that you could, like, actually see the little mold and insects in it, it's, like, better. But most people kind of realize that that's just disgusting and poison. Alcohol is, like... It's the same thing. Like, you know, I could drink grape juice or I could leave grape juice out for 17 years and then drink it when it's just, just awful and bad and that's somehow classier. It makes it but more if bigger. I left like a Pepsi out for a week, I'd be a scumbag.
0: Well, having done both, I will say <laughs> the alcohol does better than the Pepsi the grape juice at least. Well, I've never left grape juice out for 17 years. Um, it was that stint in prison where I left it in the toilet. Turns out it's supposed to be in a bag. My that's dad. Why that didn't go well.
1: We were at my grandfather's house once, and he had been saving like he he had okay, he that like. Okay, that joke didn't land. You know, no, it, no, it didn't. It didn't realize it was a joke. Give me some walk a walk noises next time.
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send off some flares. Anyway, you were at your he, grandpa's house.
1: Could you get a rim shot soundboard Pete? So can, <laughs> That'd be good. He he had bought those like the the bottles like the the glass bottles of of Coca Cola. Yeah. Before they were taken into production, and he just left them in the basement. And was like saving them for whatever you do when you collect things. And my dad had gone downstairs to look for a drink in the little mini fridge and found that and put it in the fridge, took one out, popped it open, and drank it. And he said it tasted flat. That's it? And, That's yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was over twenty years old.
0: And it only tasted flat. It wasn't. You
1: no. Know, he didn't finish it because we found out what he was drinking. But he didn't get ill and he didn't get drunk. He just said it was like a bad it was like a bad Coke.
0: Well, I mean coke is another one where I mean if if you don't know better it would come off as some fairly poisonous stuff. I mean that's some wicked acid and it's one of these things where uh you can leave what is it if you leave a tooth in there overnight it gets all spongy or something, right? Yeah, it just disappears. Yeah. It's so positive, positive, positive. it's not terribly good for you either. It's like that um, tooth
1: juice from Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just it, it bleaches everything it touches and uh and it makes your shoes cry. <laughs> uh, but my knowledge is that Coke is um, just a really, like, powerful acid. So I think it's be sort of like, I don't know, drinking vinegar. And... It's like the
1: cigarettes of soda. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, I don't think there's any really good sodas. Good for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: no, although we did once find a dandelion soda at a Whole Foods. I don't think that's good for you. I
0: think that makes that you is, uh, uh, It might be really healthy, but if you drink it, you are a bad person.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree.
0: <laughs> you are not somebody that is in any way easy to be around if, if you're like, I only drink dandelion sodas from uh, Whole Foods. Uh, you, you're, you're not keeping any friends that way. Yeah. So, well,
2: um, also drinking soda that's labeled turkey and mashed potatoes won't make you any friends. Uh, they're just fucking with you at that
1: point. Yeah, so. that's
0: that. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly right. That's that Jones stuff, right? That oh. they were definitely fucking with you at that point. Yeah. The thing is, I I I really like Coca-Cola. Don't get me wrong. I and I'll drink it as much as I can. I, I about a year ago stopped drinking it uh, at the sort of gallon a day measures that I was doing before then. And, I mean, it was nice and I lost a lot of weight. But, like, in that way, like, people say, like, when they kick some sort of habit that the thing that they got rid of became instantly disgusting to them. Like, you talk to people who stop smoking and they're like, now if I smell cigarettes, I get sick. But now, uh, like, if I have a Coke and I allow myself to have Coke only on special occasions, like, when I go to the movies, that's the only time I'll really let myself get a Coke or, like, you know, under other weird circumstances. But not every day like I used to. It's really, really good. I have... Had the ability to appreciate the taste of alcohol on its own merits, and it is a weird, definitely acquired flavor.
1: So You're actually going for the argument that
0: it tastes good. I'm gonna go for the argument that some of it tastes good, and it's a hell of a lot less than people like to think that it is.
1: Are these like fruity drinks, like bikini teenies and
0: All what these. say, like you know, there's everybody has a taste for everything. You know, uh, I mean, cock. Uh, what? Cock. All right, um, uh good talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had to yeah
2: uh, you know, give to that sentence
0: uh no, like but i mean like you' you'll find people that are certainly connoisseurs of Cocker. uh thank you uh of uh, the perfect martini or you know uh gin or 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 whiskey or whatever. Uh, and and I'm, I'm I don't think that all of them are deluding themselves into thinking that this awful tasting substance tastes better because they're you know but certainly I think that there there is a big part of it that says I'm getting hammered now and that's part of why I'm enjoying this drink, but I think that that's a sliding scale and in some people that's irrelevant, and in some people that's the only reason they do it. Most of the time it's it's sort of a combination of the the face they're making afterward and how long it takes them to finish.
2: Oh, that really trailed
1: That, that was <laughs> in yeah. <a> weird direction. <laughs>
0: Woo! I need a minute. <laughs> I know what I said i
1: I think I had a rebuttal, but I don't quite remember it. <laughs> uh, that is the greatest argumentative technique of all time. <laughs> you know, just Jews really were the wrong race. I mean, blondes really are better, butt sex isn't that bad. Uh, wait um it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to respond to that. You don't know where to go.
0: <laughs> did I just win this one? Because that was fast.
1: Uh,
2: I think you did, actually. I, you, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a 35-minute
1: podcast.
0: If you can't dazzle uh, we with, only, with brilliance, uh, put it, in, it in their
1: butts. <laughs> if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, walk away quietly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hence the (laughs) 35-minute podcast.
0: If, If you can't dazzle them with brilliance, just pretend you're asleep.